Good day, my brothers and sisters in Christ. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone is doing well. I'd like to thanks to all those that prayed for my for my, you know, for me to be better. I thank you very much. I've seen a lot of things happening in the hospital <laughs> that I'm right now uh, complaining to the news and to the owners of Cone Health because it's very, very, you know, it's, it's awful that we live in a nation that has everything, you know, every everything, you know, we're one of the top world nations, you know, and yet with way back when it comes to this disease, the COVID-19, and, you know, it's sad, it's sad that we, you know, we can't do things like they should be done in a third world country, they can do things like it should be done, a place where you think that they don't have the ability to survive, they're surviving more than we are. And we are the United States of America. So what I seen in the hospital and the way that they run it with this pandemic, you know, it's wrong. <laughs> it's really wrong. Um, I was there from 10 minutes to 10 at night to uh, like 9 o'clock in the morning. And one thing, I went in with chest pains. Because um, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was that time. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know who George Jefferson is. No, not George. Yeah, George Jefferson, I think. No, Sanford. From Sanford, they used to hold his heart. Oh, this is the time. Well, it felt like that, you know. It felt really bad. And um, I tell everyone, be happy with what you got and who you got. Enjoy them while you can because um, when that time comes, you know, there's no turning back. You know, that's it. God says it's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. It don't matter what time of the day it is. It don't matter what you're doing. You could be the most... I don't know, finest person in the world, like, no sickness, no diseases, nothing, you know, like, you could be fine, but if God wants you to come to Him, and it's your time, and your your name is in that book, you gotta go, no matter what. I'm gonna tell you this story, it's a quick story, Uh, in Puerto Rico, there was this man, he worked in a, a farm, basically a rice field and God told him in three days you will expire you will pass away and you know the guy was scared he was doing things on the third day he um, early early in the morning he went and he hid in this rice field but he hid in one of the big buckets that they have of rice he hid in there and it was full of rice. He said, oh, God, can't get find me now. But guess what happened? He suffocated under that rice. So I tell you, 
When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. And I thought it was my time, but God said not yet. I believe God, and I know, I don't believe, I know this for a fact. God has a purpose for everyone, for everyone. And I went to that hospital for a purpose. I seen what was going on, and I'm a, I'm a, Go out there and make it known, you know, we're, we're not going to take it, you know. The, the, the way they treat us, um, the minorities, because we're in these low-income neighborhoods. So you get a, a hospital, you know, in every low-income neighborhood, there's a hospital that they put that is to um, deal with the people from the low-incomes. Um, those hospitals that they put in the low incomes, believe it or not, are put there because they know in low incomes between the black, the Latinos, and the the whites that are low income also, they're going to kill each other. They're going to shoot each other. They're going to get sicknesses. You know, things are going to happen, and we need a hospital for them because we don't want them to come to the good hospitals, to the A hospitals. Try it. Try it one day. If if actually if you're in Florida and you're in Miami, go to go check yourself in in uh what is this hospital? Uh oh, man, there's a hospital right by the Ghost Stream. Oh, my hair's going blind black right now, but there's a hospital there, right by Ghost Stream and Aventura Hospital. That's how it is. Aventura Hospital. And I guarantee you, when they see you, and they see that you don't have no insurance, usually the hospitals still got to see you with insurance. That's the law. But they're going to take you to Memorial Hospital in Hollywood. They'll take you, they'll put you in an ambulance, and boom. Because you don't have the money to pay for that aventura room. If you see the the, the ward where, where they, they give birth, and the rooms that they give these women in Aventura Mall, it's like staying in one of the biggest hotels in, in, in New York or something, you know, and, and if you go to the hood and you see those hospitals, those, you know, it's just a regular room, you're lucky you get a TV, you know, but that's all a setup, you know, that's the way the government has us divided, you know, and believe it or not, you know, I've always been into that, I always studied that because I always seen like that, you know. I always, people who know me know, I always say, wherever you see a cashier, a liquor store, a bodega, you know, you know you're in the hood. You go to Push Gardens, and when you go in, you see that. You see a liquor store, a cashier, a bodega, you know, and and just now you see family dollars, or, you know, not even dollar general, you see family dollars. And these, these are where the hoods are at, 99 cent stores. That's what they set up for the people in the hood. So they put this hospital that gives you the help, but they don't give you the help that if you had the money and go to a hospital, they get. Not, it's not the same service. You know? This hospital emergency room I went to, uh, I'm a, I'll tell you about it. Look, I got into the emergency room. I told them I had chest pains. Fine. They 
you know, she asked me the questions, what, have you been out of the country, did you take a COVID test? But, you know, real quick, the bad, you know what I'm saying? No. You know, if I would have had, I could have said no anyway. You know, people could lie. Just by asking people could lie. But that's fine. They come and put me in, in the wheelchair. They take me to, to the triage. At the triage room is usually where you get your vital stuff. So I'm going to the triage, and he stopped because there's three rooms of triage, and there's people there. He tells me as soon as one of them comes out, we go in. <clears throat> um, three, four minutes later, one person came out, I went right in. They did not sanitize that room. Okay? I go in with a chest pain. They did an EKG, and they draw blood. When you go in with a chest pain into a hospital, this is protocol, and I'll tell you why I know this, because I studied to be a paramedic in New York prior to 9-11. When you go into a hospital, and you go to triage, they're supposed to take your temperature, take your blood pressure, check your oxygen. And if you diabetic, which I am, they're supposed to check your blood level. But they didn't do that. And with chest pain, they're supposed to put you in a bed, connect it to the EKG, where they can monitor your heartbeat. <clears throat> so, just in case you get that pain again, they can know... You know, they're going to ask you from what level is your pain, and usually if it's a 10, they give you medication for it. So, they didn't do that. After I did that, I went to the back to the waiting room with everybody who's sick. Is that um, <clears throat> there's no social distancing because everybody on top of each other or laying down, and you know, it's, it's weird because when they the people leave from like they're gonna go to the back they take the patient they do not sanitize that seat they do not sanitize any seat in the emergency room so next thing I do they pick me up go to the x-ray take the x-ray they put me on a wheelchair and I noticed that when I got back off the wheelchair they put somebody else in the wheelchair and then I kept looking and I seen that that's what they were doing they were reusing the wheelchair without sanitizing the wheelchair where I was sitting, there was this lady. Uh, she was a dopehead. She even said she was a dopehead. You know, she was acting a little crazy, but she was in there because she had a fever. She had chest pains. She said she didn't feel really good. So she was, you know, they left her there since 4 o'clock p.m. And they took her out of there around 2.30 in the morning. This woman that has symptoms of COVID-19. And we didn't know. We were sitting by her for a while. And she came out and said what she had. And everybody just got up and moved. But a person like that should be in a room. Like locked up. And let them work in that room with them. And find out what's going on. Do the test. You know, when I know it's hard when you come into emergency when people are sick, but <clears throat> check their temperature. Check it. Because, you know, then, you know, something is wrong. If they, the temperature's hot, put them apart. Look, don't go to that waiting room, go to this one. Go sit on the go to this room. Separate them. Because you, you, you're not, 
fixing the, the problem, you're creating a problem. Everybody's going to end up getting sick, you know, and you go in there for a headache or, or a broken arm, you come out with COVID-19. <laughs> what is that? You know, they got to do better than that. Clean the bathroom, sanitize the bathroom every time somebody uses them. You know, it's part of life. You got, you have to, the same way you got to wear a mask all, anywhere, everywhere, do it the same. They didn't push to wear a mask. They didn't push hard. Every, every, most people had masks that I see, but they didn't have gloves. The, the, the dude taking, they did my vitals. I got there at 9.50. They did my vitals. The first vitals at 2.30 in the morning. At 2.30 in the morning, a guy comes to check my temperature and my oxygen and, and do my blood pressure. And my blood pressure was high. So now, think about it. I went in with chest pains and my blood pressure is high. You should be like, hold up. He's, he, look at his record. He has heart disease. We should monitor this guy. No. They leave me there. <clears throat> so the guy doing the vitals does not have gloves. So he's going to each <clears throat> patient they're doing vitals without gloves. And, you know, he's up close. He's not six feet apart. You get my drift, so <clears throat> things get on your hand, things spread, you, you touch on something else, you put it in the, the temperature in the mouth for somebody else, <clears throat> all that spreads. You, you have to be smart in what you do. You, you guys are nurses and doctors. You know, if you don't like the job, don't quit. Quit. You know, but don't go putting people's health in danger. It's wrong. It is. It's wrong. You guys need to, I don't know, talk to the governor. Talk to the, I don't know, president. You know, the big guy from Cone Health. If you don't have the money to buy uh, cleaning solutions, sanitizing solutions, you know, you don't have the money to give the people gloves. Uh, masks or whatever the proper equipment they need to work through this pandemic yo close your hospital close your hospital but don't do just because you guys have the hospital in a low income neighborhood you know low income community that you guys can just treat us like whatever you know like hey, whatever you know he, he don't really matter because we do matter we pay taxes we vote so, I tell you, you know, you have to be smart in what you do, Cone Health. And this is Cone Health in Greensboro, their emergency room. I, I, I know the community awareness in their building, they take care of it. They take your temperature before you go in. Um, and they don't let two people in together. You gotta, one got to wait outside or the other one goes and see the doctor. I hope that they also sanitizing the rooms once you're done. They're done with a patient, and when you just you're sitting inside, I hope they they sanitize it too. I haven't seen it. I do know that before you go in, they check your the temperature. That's community health and wellness. But Cone Health Emergency Maine, you guys gotta do better than that. You do. You guys gotta think of the people. You know, um, it, you you a doctor, you're a nurse. You you doing 
God gave you that gift to do what you're doing, you know. You save lives, but the way you work here, you're putting lives in danger. It's unacceptable. It needs to be checked into. It needs to be sh shut down or, 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 or fixed right. Don't treat income, low-income people like we're nothing. You know, we, we, we are very powerful, believe it or not. Do your things right. Come help. I'm coming for you. I already started. And I'm coming for you. There's no stopping me. There is no stopping me. When I put my mind to something, trust me, I put it to the end. So come to help. I'm coming for you.